Welcome to the Rainbows and Rain podcast. My name is Erica and I'm an early intervention teacher here in Minnesota. This is my podcast on reflections and stories from my home visits with families and caregivers as I work with children ages birth to age three. Today I want to reflect on a visit uh, that I've that I've had. I've actually had two visits with this family, and it's maybe a situation you guys have all been in. Um, I've started with this little guy. He is just over two, maybe two and a half. So a little bit older. Um, mom received early intervention services with an older child, not in our school district. I'm not sure, um, where she received them, but so she has some prior knowledge of early intervention and some experience with it. Uh, this, this school year, I've really tried hard. I've tried hard this school year to kind of set up some clear expectations Um, Not only for like what families can expect of me, but also what I expect of them on visits and um, just really trying to provide really clear, uh, clear communication about what home visits should look like and what they should be about and how they're driven by family priorities and family routines and things like that, Um, how we're really using a coaching model and that kind of thing. So I've done a couple different things at the beginning of the school year. Um, I did start a Google site just kind of for just as like um, who I am as a teacher, um, some terms to know, some some of my favorite links to go to and so forth like that. It kind of describes program outline um, and, and different things like that. So the Google site really works as kind of like a hub for generic information. I also created a welcome to the program kind of pamphlet or brochure that has um, some staff bios on it. So basically the team that I work with, the OT, the speech, the PT, um, who they are and a little bio, but also just, again, some kind of clear expectations about what's going to happen during the joint visit, um, what should happen if you or your child gets sick, and just some of those kind of procedural things. Um, But again, just really trying to set up the expectations of what happens during a visit. What happens during this visit with this little guy and this mom and what has happened on both visits, it slowly has improved, um, but she, I'll, I'll arrive at the door, she'll greet me and we'll say hi and, and kind of talk a little bit, and but she will leave. And she doesn't go very far. She goes into the kitchen and I'm in the living room with her son. Uh, who has no language, who has many red flags for ASD. One of his favorite play routines is, of course, to line things up. And this line will go from one side of the room to the other side of the room and all the way around objects and up objects and up on the couch and onto the floor. 
um, I have a pretty good idea that this is kind of what happens all day. And mom has kind of shared with, shared with me that, um, that he does kind of do his own thing and this is what he does all day. Um, but that's not really my concern right now. My concern is really how mom kind of leaves the room during the visit. And I've really tried to kind of figure out, is that what she expects? Like me to just come in and work with her son and then just kind of recap and leave and then come back the next week? I'm just not quite sure what she's expecting of me. Again, she had early intervention services before, not with me, but with somebody. And I'm not sure what they looked like. So I'm kind of fighting that maybe um, expectation too. So my dilemma here really is, what do you do when the parent um, leaves or you know, basically retreats or kind of escapes, kind of like a a kid almost does in a way. And I've thought about this a number of different ways. So do I call her back in and say, hey, um, I'd really like you to show me or I'd really like you to see or can you tell me about like trying to draw her back in? Um, And I've done that a little bit um, and she will rejoin for a few minutes and then and then she'll leave again. And she's typically cooking in the kitchen. And that happened on a first visit um, where we did a breakfast routine where she was cooking um, and we worked on um, some requesting and things like that. but just trying to also kind of implement some more strategies, uh, especially into his play and to kind of get him to engage with with her and with me or with anybody, um, you know, other than kind of this line he does. So I've, on my second visit, uh, same kind of thing happened, but... I I decided I'm not going to put the expectation on her that she has to sit with us the entire time. I need to also meet her where she is at. And if she, for whatever reason, feels like she needs to attend to something else, or maybe she can't quite cope with what's going on in the moment, um, where she just needs to distract herself with something, and then come back, I feel like I have to be okay with that. Um, so, But I also have to try and shape this visit into something that's meaningful for her um, and something that's going to work for both of us. So I will um, work with him. I don't bring materials. I don't bring a bag. Um, he has toys and lots of them because he lines them up all over the place. Um, and it doesn't even matter what they are. It could be any object, um, any toy, um, variety of toys. So I've decided that when mom does join us, I'm really going to stop doing what I'm 
doing with the child and turn all of my attention to her and just talk about like, this is what he's done for me. And this is what I'm trying to do with him. Tell me about how that looks for you. Uh, Have you tried, you know, X, Y, and Z? Um, The one thing I was trying to do on Friday, uh, this was so this was just a couple days ago was get him to do something different with the line. So and engage with me and the line. So uh, he had this kind of big Tonka bulldozer truck. And I thought, okay, you've made your line. But now I want you to load your line into the truck and just to see if he could change his play a little bit. And then allow me to interact with him as well. He was getting a little bit upset. And this this is what this was when mom had joined us. Mom immediately said, let me try. And she grabbed one of the objects from the line. And she was super animated, lots of sound effects and started putting um, the objects into the the Tonka truck. And this her son thought this was really funny, really silly, and he allowed her to put each toy into the Tonka truck, but also then she started giving him the a toy from the line to put into the Tonka truck. Then he started grabbing from the line and putting into the Tonka truck. So we're not only working on like flexibility and interacting but also just imitation. So put it in or, um, you know, give to me or, you know, whatever it is or sound effects or different things like that. So I, once that line was complete and mom did it all, I just sat there and watched and I was so impressed and I was so just in awe of her. Like you, when you're here, you're here and you're present and you're engaged. Um, And so I, you know, I just had to applaud her for that and just tell her what a great job I thought she was doing. And then um, we kind of talked a little bit about what should our expectations be for her son, knowing that he does do this kind of all day long and she has other things to do too, you know, to keep the house going, like dishes and laundry and she has other children too. So, but when we can find moments in the day um, where we can have him interact with her and where we can change this play up or use this line routine to our advantage, you know, and how can we do that? So we did some little brainstorming at the end of the visit. And I typically take notes um, just on a piece of paper. I have tried a slew of different ways (laughs) of trying to like keep track of things. I've tried the rocket book. I've tried the iPad and typing on my iPad. Um, I've just like reverted back to old fashioned paper and pen. The problem is I'm not a very organized writer and I tend to, um, I'm very visual, so I tend to draw things out sometimes when I write. I use a lot of abbreviations and there's, 
most people don't understand what I'm writing when I write. So what I typically will do is send an after visit note with that joint plan of what's going to happen between visits and what's going to happen on our next visit. So this mom had received one of those because remember, this is our second visit. So she knew from the first visit that I would be sending an electronic Google Doc. And what I love about um, doing a Google Doc is that if you have videos or handouts that you want to share, that you can hyperlink those right in the Google Doc. So it can really just be one place and one um, just nice summary of like, this is what we worked on. This is what you identified that you're going to work on in between visits. And this is what you want to do on our next visit. So I really like it. Um, As I'm taking my notes, we're talking about just, um, she's talking about wanting to maybe change up the toys in, in this toy bin that she has. She maybe feels like if she changes some things, um, gets maybe different toys that maybe he'll do different things with it. So we talked about what different toys she has and what does she want to try. Puzzles was something that came to mind. She, she brought it up and said, um, you know, we have these puzzles. And I said, I would love, love to see him do a puzzle. Um, and what he can do with that. And there's lots of things you can do with puzzles. And I can show you that. Um, but why don't you take out your puzzles this week and and let's see how they go for the visit next time. So I'm writing my note. And then she said, I said, I'll send you my, my note later today because I email it, right? Oh, no, I'll just take a picture with my phone of your note. And I was like, oh, I'd never had a parent say this to me before. Um, I'm like, are you sure? Because I've, you know, it's kind of not very organized. You know, I took the note for myself, not necessarily for somebody else. Um, But she said, no, I need to take a picture of it right now so I can get started on these things right now. So she did. And... um, I felt really good about what was happening. Um, Mom is engaged. Mom is taking, um, you know, she is, you know, this is her son. So she obviously has a vested interest in, in him and wants to help him. But I think also at the same time, she's seeing this as like, I'm here to help you to help with him. I'm here for him too, obviously, but helping you is is a huge part of helping him. So, and we had some really good discussion and some aha moments um, during our conversations. So, you know, for example, one of them was she said to me, you know, he really just likes to play by himself and that's just all he wants to do. And I said, yeah, and that's kind of a problem. And so that was kind of an aha moment in our in one of our discussions was like, I know he likes to do this, but it's it's not helping him grow. It's not helping him learn. It's not helping him interact with others. So all in all, it was a really, I think, good visit. It was just as I reflect on it, it's me being okay with them not being present the whole time. And again, when she's gone, she's only, you know, five, six feet away into the kitchen. 
But also, I'm not going to chase her down and say, hey, you need to come back here. Or, hey, you know, I think that's a little, um, I don't think it's appropriate. I need to meet her where her where she's at. And I need to try and draw her in. And when she's present, I need to just turn my entire focus onto her so she can see that this is also about you just as much as it's about him. So anyways, uh, just some just something I wanted to reflect on and share. It's taken me a while to do it um, to kind of figure it out. But that's that's where I'm going to go with on this visit. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Rainbows and Rain, stories, reflection um, from home visits from an early intervention teacher. And just to sidebar this episode a little bit, talking about how do you record your data? How do you share information with families? Media today is changing so much and how we get our information has changed just dramatically um, through email. There's so many different ways to communicate. So through email, through text, through audio text, through Google Docs or, you know, Google Sites or Instagram or how, what, what ways do you communicate with families? And are we really, really utilizing all the different ways we could be communicating with families? So I've been thinking a lot about that this year. Um, This mom especially just kind of made me, you know, think about it when she took the picture of my, of my, of my scribbled notebook. Um, Just something to think about. If you have ideas, I'd love to hear them. I got the idea of hyperlinking resources um, in my Google Doc to families and my visit note with families from another teacher. Uh, I think you know, everyone collaborating together on how they share information just sparks other ideas and everybody's different on how they want to receive information too. So if you have ideas, please feel free to email them to me, E-R-I-K-A-B-O-8-0 at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you on another episode of Rainbows and Rain.